0: Welcome to the 18th episode in our podcast series about positive intelligence.
1: We are Angie Alexander and Charlie Jett, two certified positive intelligence coaches and partners whose clients include individuals and businesses. In the last episode, certified positive intelligence coach, Samantha Serverling and Charlie discussed the first sage power, the power of empathy. As you know, the ultimate goal of positive intelligence is to regulate the imbalance between the left and the right brain, or to put it more simply, turn down the volume of voices coming from the left brain and turn up the volume of voices coming from the right brain. In this episode, Charlie and I will continue the discussion of the five sage powers with the explore power.
0: Yes, Angie, and the explore power is really the first one you'd probe into after you, uh, Identify what the issue might be, and you want to identify what are the causes of this kind of uh, issue, what's behind it, and that and, and that sort of thing. But before we do that, you got to kind of clear your mind, as you say. You want to turn down the volume of the uh, of the saboteurs and and at least start listening to the wiser self. And so, I me, mean, we may want to do a a PQ exercise before we start, just to clear our minds. Can we do that? Sure
1: absolutely Do
0: okay. you want a leader do you want me to lead it we'll only do it for a you know 30 seconds or so yeah you go ahead okay so let's just start this by shutting our eyes and and clearing our mind and thinking thinking about something very very far away and while we're doing that just rubbing our fingers together our forefinger and our and our thumb and just very 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 lightly so you can barely feel the ridges of your fingerprints you know Of your fingers and and just feel that sensation of what that feels like and and while you're doing that just you know put your feet flat on the floor and then wiggle each toe one by one starting with the little toe try to wiggle that and you know the second one the third one the fourth one you know and your big toe and just then crunch them all up together and then uh, when you when you really feel like you're you're sensing the the reality of, of these of these sensations that that are part of the exercise, you start to feel that hey I can start listening to the the wiser self. So with our wiser self, and we normally do a PQ exercise that are a little longer than that. But now that we're there, so just tell me, you know, in your own words, uh, Angie, what this Sage Power Explore is all about?
1: Yeah, I I think, as I said before we got started, I I would say Explore is is kind of my favorite, uh, favorite sage power because it's obvious, but it's not obvious, I find. So all of the sage powers are about the love of something. And in the case of explore, it's about the love of discovery, the love of understanding, just finding out stuff, right? It's that deep curiosity that comes from um, being what we call the beginner's mind, and you know, so if we if we have a beginner's mind, we're just seeking to understand and and really learn new things. It's very open, innocent. Um, I think a lot about a child. Um, you know, children like to ask why they don't have any agenda. So it's really about tapping into that uh, that explore, uh, discovery for its own reward.
0: Yeah, it's it and it's it's totally innocent, isn't it? I mean, it's it's opening up possibilities that you uh, you 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 might not otherwise think of, and it enables you to take a look at an issue with a with a really clear and open mind. Uh, now, how do you know, how do you know when you should explore?
1: Yeah, it's a good question because it's, you know, I mean, we should always be asking questions. I certainly believe, as especially as a coach, we we're always asking questions, but, um, you know, it's deciding if you need to discover more, right? Do we, are we, do we know everything we need to know? Have we uncovered all of that? So we're, we're kind of deciding if we need to um, continue down that, that path of, um, you know, have we, have we really locked into everything that there is to know about the issue or the, or the problem? So, you know, I think that's, it's, it's, it's as easy as that it's, you know, we need to know more and I need to understand if there's more for me to know. So I'm, you know, shifting into this feeling of being that fascinated anthropologist I need to seek, more and understand more uh, is, is a good time to be thinking about that explore power
0: where well, that that word the the two words you use fascinated and fascinated and anthropologists are really accurate because you're really you know pulling away the cobwebs and uh looking into reality and truth and you know and you you, you might have to shift your body a little bit into and your <laughs> physicality it uh, helps you trigger that power and 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 take a look at uh what are, the, what are the real reasons behind a certain particular a certain issue? And you wanna know what's really important about this particular circumstance before you proceed on to the other stage power of you know, innovation and navigation and so forth. You really wanna understand what it is. You know, so can, can you give me an example of either how you've done that yourself or how you've done that with a with a client, without, of course, naming any names or or, any, or anything like that. Any, yeah, any yeah. ideas?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I think the one thing I want to, I, you know, I, you brought to mind before I answer that was was the other part of um, being in explore mode. Um, you know, around this idea of asking questions is without an agenda. I think oftentimes yeah. there's a bias that we bring. Um, and we've, we've all kind of experienced that if, if we're, if we're not in our sage, if we haven't done that work, like we did at the beginning to, to bring us into our sage and our saboteurs, we'll talk a little later, probably about specifics, but, um, we've all been in that situation where someone's asked a question and it really is received poorly because it it's like, well, you're asking me to confirm what you already know you're, you know, isn't it? isn't it that, you know, you you think this way because of, and they're kind of leading you into this place of, they're asking a question, which seems like the right thing to do if you're in explore mode, but it's with an agenda. It's with to either confirm what I already think or make me say something that you want me to say. So if we're truly an explorer, um, we don't have, we don't necessarily know what the answer is going to be. We're, we're really trying to find out those things that we don't already know. We're, we're uncovering uh, those those examples. So, I mean, I I use this uh, often with with clients in terms of, um, you know, um, leaders in particular when they're uh, working with teams and trying to, uh, like a really great example of, of that is um, uncovering, you know, we've got we've got to innovate on something new. And I know you're going to talk about innovate in the next session in your next podcast. Um, but before you can move into that innovate, you need to make sure you know everything that you need to know. So being able to ask like, what else do we need to know? What else has been going on here? Who else has been part of the conversation? What other pieces of information do we need to pull together? And particularly in a technical space, I mean, I'm an engineer and I work with lots of technical folks, they appreciate that understanding of all bring all the data to the table but it's also some of the things that have been who's you know who else needs to be part of the conversation who else's experiences do we need to have at the table so I think all of that is is really uh, valuable before we get into any kind of idea generation it's like gather the facts and then we can start to generate new ideas which comes in the innovate phase
0: yeah it's kind of like uh, as an engineer you know or a data collector as a science scientist you're you 're collecting you're collecting information you're putting dots on a graph and you're and the dots are going all over the place and you, you have to have those dots on the graph before you can actually draw a line through it or draw a curve right. it. and and that's uh, that's the real power of the exploration um, exploration power of, of, of this of the sage power now but how do you um, how do you do it uh, you know I, I know that we we started by the process of quieting our saboteurs and we did a PQ exercise. Mm So suppose we, we did that and we were facing some sort of issue and you can pick anyone you want. And how, how would you start to explore uh, with someone?
1: Yeah, great question. Um, You know, I absolutely being in that, you know, making sure we're, we're in the PQ brain in the sage brain and doing that, doing the PQ exercises, move us into the sage Brain. And we naturally, when we do those exercises, um, we put ourselves into that sort of neutral, we call it the neutral stance of the sage. So, although we can't see each other because we're listening, but it's that, you know, you're kind of sitting comfortable and straight and very neutral in your posture. Um, now we want to move into if I think about being that curious kid on the beach you know yeah. i'm really interested in what's going on and and i'm i'm just in awe of what might come right we think about our eyes are open we're kind of we're leaned in and we're very um curious and wide-eyed right like a kid would be what am i going to what am i going to discover and and my body changes when i think about that when i when i i lean in in a different way um so having that sensation can right away take us into that into that place and then um you know it's 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 about seeking to find out things you don't already know, like going back to this agenda. If you're not, if you're not, if you don't have an agenda, if you're not trying to just find out what you already know, with confirmation bias is really what we call that, right? Like just seeking to find facts that confirm what we already know, but actually being open to discovering something new. So what do I not know yet? What do I still need to find out? What's still out there? What can, what can you, Charlie, teach me? What can, looking under this rock show me what you know we have to be not worried about what might show up right like to say you know what we're going to uncover something and there might be a few a few little things that scurry around and that's okay because it's going to be something interesting and new and I want to be fascinated with with what I might what with what I might discover so having that space where everyone is in a um, you know really like open to learning from each other and uncovering new information is is really what you, you're wanting to, you want to draw everyone who's part of the conversation into it and, and ask them those questions. Tell me what I don't already know. What am I missing? Explain to me the, the pieces. Here's what I know. Help me fill in the, the gaps of my knowledge. If you're open to new information, um, lots will come, will come your way.
0: Yeah, and you have to have your client uh, in a position to Uh, accept discovery of new things and I love what you said about the rocks and turning over rocks because whenever I think of explore I you know I think of a client being able to uh, give give permission to go into a a room or a a a space somewhere outside outside and not be afraid to turn over the rocks and see what's Mm -hmm. underneath. You know, they've got permission to do that. As like, like you mentioned earlier, this fascinated anthropologist. You turn over those rocks and you, you see something new and you, you discover something new and it may or may not be relevant, but you see new right. things, but you're open to it, as you said. Now, do you have any examples of, uh, of uh, when you've done that either for yourself or uh, with a client or anything?
1: Oh, that's a good question, Charlie. Um, you know, I, 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 I was on a call this morning actually with a, um, a client slash friend and we were, you know, kind of talking about his, his situation in terms of work, right? He's, he's in a, he's in a difficult place right now with, you know, he's got a, his, the president of his company who he no longer reports to is a, is a, a call, a, a champion of his, but his, boss who's now in between is not. And um, so we definitely, you know, just by asking questions and getting him to, you know, kind of think about what are all the, what are, what's all going on here, right? What, what beyond what you, like, He, you know, he told his story and it was quite narrow and focused in terms of how it was impacting him directly and what is, you know, what his boss was saying to him. And, um, you know, so after we, you know, we did, we didn't specifically do PQ reps, but he's good enough to watch me. And when I breathe, he breathes, you know what I mean? Like it's, you know, could bring him into that space of, okay, so, well, what else is going on? Let's talk about, you know, tell me a little bit about the situation in the industry. Tell me a little bit about what's going on uh, in the company right now. So you start, you know, asking these questions and then he starts to see some different, um, from a different perspective, sometimes how, um, those pieces of information that are that are impacting what's going on around him, um, and starts to see what he can and can't control. But ultimately, asking those questions to make sure he has all the pieces of information. And most of the time, you already know it. Uh, and especially in that sort of situation, he just was so narrowly focused on on a particular incident that he was missing all the other pieces that that would be coming into that, affecting his, you know, some of the things going on for him personally that. Impact how he was approaching things, but also what might be going on for his uh, his boss, which you know touches a bit with the empathy that you would have talked about before. But um, starting from there, if he's you know a little bit empathetic towards his boss, then we can start asking those questions. You need that sense of care and, and concern for each other, um, so that you can actually have that conversation.
0: Well, you know when you, you, I I don't have any. I mean, I can understand why you might have a little bit of a problem de- de- defining precisely what happens during an exploration, because, you know, it, it, you're discovering new things. And sometimes you turn mm-hmm. over a rock and you don't find anything. Mm-hmm. And you will turn over another and you don't find anything. And, and you know, uh, some things you turn over and you don't think they're important, but then they come back and they're they're important later. So mm-hmm. you can't toss away the things that are irrelevant. Uh, And you're not going to find the gold mine the first time you turn over a rock. So you go out and explore and have fun. It's actually a fun thing to do. Right. You know, I remember uh, personally, when I was doing a certification thing, actually for positive intelligence, I was one of the things you had to do is define your niche. And Mm -hmm. uh, I did that. And I, I define my niche as, uh, you know, basically career consulting and that sort of thing, career uh, crises. And then one of the feedback things I got from someone was rather, rather critical. And it was, uh, you know, they said, this thing is too broad and blah, 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 blah. They went on and on and on. At first, at first, it made me very angry. But then I, I thought maybe I, because it hurt my ego, I suppose, because yeah. I thought, I know what I'm doing. And. But then after I, after I got into it and looked it over, you know, I noticed that this person had actually turned over a bunch of rocks and discovered, you know, that, hey, w- what I said, you know, there might be other things involved here. And at the end of the day, you know, I, I concluded that, hey, this person was right. You know, despite the fact that I didn't like it, <laughs> but it wasn't, you know, they said this is a great niche, but that was quite critical. And they mm-hmm. turned over rocks and, and explained to me, it was a great learning experience. And uh, so that was my, my own personal uh, I- experience with that. But now whenever you do this, and you go into this space where you turn over these rocks and you find different things, and uh, you're, 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 you're the fascinated anthropologist and you see something, then when you think about it a little bit, all of a sudden, these saboteurs, which we've talked about before, start whispering. If you haven't totally, you can't really turn them off completely, but they start whispering in your mind. Can you give me an example or talk a little bit about how these saboteurs might try to sidetrack you when you're doing this exploration process?
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're never far away, are they? Even if we've... uh, (laughs) even if we've done the pq reps to to kind of quiet them down as soon as you give them a little bit of space they sometimes come back in and they can be sneaky right yeah, <laughs> you don't even know they're very there sometimes, sneaky. right yeah so i love that but um yeah like i think they all can play a part when you're exploring in terms of um you know like they're going to put a lens on the exploration or limit put some kind of limit on it and, it and it's going to be different for all of them. So last time you and I chatted, we talked about uh, the pleaser saboteur. Um, so that's one of my uh, top saboteurs. So I see that a lot where um, the exploration for me is that I, I don't want to um, explore beyond um, like my own lens. I'm looking through just what I know and what I like and what other people will like. So if I turn over something and, and find something that isn't, it is going to either make me look bad to other people or, you know, not, you know, not shine a light on me. That's, that's very positive. Uh, I might, uh, I might not look at that for the reasons that then people might, won't like me <laughs> for the same reason of, of something that doesn't shine a light nicely on me. It could be that it maybe my hyperachiever is, is, is the one who's saying, oh, like, don't turn that over because we'll never be able to, to, you know, that's just something that shows that I'm not as capable of uh, success as I thought I was. So, um, you know, a few, you know, a few sort of, yeah, all of those things. And your judge, I mean, you described your judge, even just as soon as you got the information from the feedback, uh, I heard your judge who was like, like I didn't even want to accept that that's ridiculous that other person doesn't know what they're talking about so right away if your judge isn't calmed down you're not going to be able to like even start to explore you're just you're just going to look for the things that confirm what you already thought about yourself you're not going to actually look at it through the lens of what that other person might might actually have to say right if your judge is too involved in the conversation.
0: I think you hit the nail on the head about the judge. You know, boy, that really hit me between the eyes. And you know, I was just thinking another one of your saboteurs that might come into play is the is the hyper vigilant. You know, where mm-hmm. hey, don't go, Angie, don't go over and turn that rock over. You know, <laughs> you might find something you don't like. You know? Yeah, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're not going to do that. And 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 you got it right in my own example of the uh, criticism I had of the of the. Uh, of the niche uh, video that I did for certification, you know, my hyper-rational was saying, "Oh, you don't know what you're talking about," and my judge was saying, "How dare you?" You know that. You know, well, you. I, well, no, I, I, the judge says, "I told you so," and you know, you didn't do that. And then uh, the stickler, you know, came along and said, "Well, you didn't provide enough detail." You know, <laughs> said all these Sorry. things were whispering into my ear, and then, uh, yeah. you know. The bottom line is uh, you you have to expect that these saboteurs will be in your ear or in your face talking to you when you're doing the exploration stage. And you want to intercept them uh, mm-hmm. so that you can at least get the information out on the table. So you can get the dots on the graph mm-hmm. before you proceed to the next steps of your innovation of what now what kind of things can i do and then your your navigation of, well let's take a look at it from a wiser self point of view well angie you know in the process of uh, coaching and so forth and, and and in your life in general if you don't explore with your wiser self and your sage what's the price you pay anyway
1: yeah, such a such a valuable question because I think it's very easy if we're exploring, if we think we're exploring and we're in that confirmation bias place, we're just continuing to feel good about ourselves in terms of, see, I told you so. Um, yeah, exactly. And 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 then you start to, there's I think there's a couple of things that happen there in terms of um you either uh just don't. Allow your own growth as a as a human. Um, you know, and and we all a lot of us like to think that we're growing and learning. And so you are growing and learning, but within a narrow lens of of the knowledge that you already have. And that feels good to us. That's a that's a short term feel good. But ultimately, you're not growing and learning and becoming a better human. You're you're just you know continuing on the same path. Um. So you're losing out on a, a whole other perspective of the world and an opportunity to really see, um, what's out there and and learn from other people and learn different perspectives, which can really impact your relationships. Like, you know, I think about the people that maybe initially I met and didn't, um, maybe didn't, didn't like at first, right. Because they, they have a different perspective to mine. They, they maybe rubbed me the wrong way, right off the, right off the hop. And certainly I have people, if I look back in my my life that, that have become not part of my life because I, I just felt like, you know, there's too much different between us, but when I've been forced to, or now with this positive intelligence mindset, um, to kind of dig in and be more curious around what, what can I learn from somebody that I don't know? There's a quote from, uh, I think it's, uh, I can't remember who it is, one of the presidents. Um, you know, I don't like this man. I must get to know him better, which is, uh, <laughs> you know, like that initial impression you want to dig in and find out more about somebody. So I, you know, I, I I can think now of people that, um, that I had, I, you know, I've, I've spent some time getting to know them better and, and they turn into being like, you know, you've learned a lot from them. They've become good friends and you wouldn't have, if you hadn't explored a little bit and put aside those saboteurs and judge, uh, you, never, you know, you just learn something. And sometimes, sometimes you learn stuff and then you still choose to be like, well, you know, we're, we're still different enough that I don't want to be a close friend, but I've learned something and I've grown from it and I'm a better person. So for me, it's just about becoming a better human.
0: <laughs> you bet. And, 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 the, and you're saying basically the price you pay is high if you don't, yeah. uh, uh, don't do an exploring with your sage. And You know, you you mentioned these saboteurs come along, what they do is they seem to have their hands on the volume of your, you know, your your curiosity thing, you know, they want to turn that your curiosity volume down, and they want you to, uh, to say, Oh, this is the way it's going to be I, you know, I, I already know the thing don't think, you know, don't learn don't gather any more data don't plot anything more on the graph. You know, they that's, that's the kind of thing that these saboteurs say. So these prices are paid uh, that the price you pay is, is quite high. Well, you know, we uh, the ex- exploration phase and their exploration power is really powerful and it's fun. And yeah. uh, well, on, on the bottom line, Angie, what are your summary thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I think we need to give ourselves permission to be curious, to um, to play with that sage power of, of, you know, just being in awe of what we can learn. Um, I, you know, I love learning from other people and, um, you know, there's nothing that brings me more joy than when I, I come away from a conversation feeling a little bit more, a little smarter, a little bit broader in my thinking. Um, but we have to give ourselves permission to do that and not, and, and realize that we are going to have the, those hints of fear that come from our saboteurs about what we might, you know, if we go back to the the rock, there's so many things we can play with the rock analogy, but you know, it's a little scary sometimes. You you don't, you know, like you turn the rock over and you're not really sure what's gonna jump out at you. And it might be kind of scary at first to 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 see something. And so we have to be kind of prepared for that and be in a, a place that that we can accept whatever comes comes out um to us. But I think it's there's just so much value in, in that exploration and and play that we can have and then it sets us up for the innovate phase which is where you can really get to be playful and and have have some fun so if you've got enough information out there it makes the the innovate that much richer
0: so well, and the innovation yeah. power you know you can it when you, when you have the innovation power it's much more helpful to have good data to know what's Correct. under the rocks before yep. you start exploring uh, you know different options and things like that that you can do.
1: Yeah, agreed, agreed. Yeah, great. Well, Charlie, this is uh, this has been a super fun conversation. Again, I have really enjoyed. Uh, like I said, this is one of my favorite powers, so it's been a really good discussion, and we've dug in and got a little closer examination of the Sage Power of Explorer.
0: You bet, Angie, and I, I want to thank you for joining me again as a co-host. And I remind everybody that this episode is the second of the series where we're discussing the five sage powers. But the first one was empathy. Now we're on Explore and you could, by the way, I forget to do this. How can we contact you, Angie? How can someone who really wants to get in uh, connection with you, how can they contact you?
1: Yeah, the, the easiest way is through LinkedIn. That's where I'm most active. So if you just search Angie Alexander P. Eng, and P. Eng stands for professional engineer, you'll find me. I'm in Calgary. So that's the, the fastest and easiest way to reach out.
0: All they have to do is go over the border and look around and they'll see you up in Calgary, right?
1: That's right. Yeah, exactly right.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. And you can contact me if you want uh, at charliejetcoaching.com or on this website for positive intelligence. It's called podcastpq.com. I want to thank all of you for joining us, and we'll see you soon in our next episode when positive intelligence coach Roberta Ryan and I will discuss the next sage power, the power of innovate.